This is the January 19th Prona Report. From both technical and psychological standpoints, I would make the case that this is very possibly the most vulnerable point of the year for stocks. And I say that because investors are awaiting two very important uh, uh, events. The first being the uh, thick of the earnings season, especially as it pertains to the uh, fourth quarter earnings results for technology stocks and other of the growth leaders that have been under really unrelenting pressure year to date. But also, the market is awaiting the Fed meeting next week, and if there's any uh, new information or some clarity uh, coming out of that meeting, more importantly, investors are awaiting uh, the Fed's first move to raise interest rates or to uh, end tapering and to uh, cut stimulus altogether. So the two most important barriers that the market is facing right now pertain to earnings and interest rates, which historically are the most significant drivers for stocks. And so it's not uh, surprising that we are seeing the kind of volatility and certainly the kind of downward pressure that we've been witnessing here since the start of the year. But really, we could uh, make the argument that uh, this trend has been developing over many months, actually several quarters going well back into the earlier uh, part of last year. But it's really become most manifest here in the opening days of 2022. So translated, uh, this could mean that uh, this might be the best buying opportunity of 2022. That is once uh, the market finally bottoms. And that is the $64 question. Where is the bottom in this market? I had mentioned that if the NASDAQ broke below the 14,750 area, that it could be in for a retest of last October's lows, which are, which uh, is near the 14,270 area. So that is a possibility that we could see further weakness in the NASDAQ down to that area. For the Dow, I had upwardly revised my support target from 34,000 up to 35,000. And there is a fair chance that that uh, could prove to be a, a good and formidable support area for the big uh, blue chip index. On the other hand, uh, last summer, there was a lot of chatter about the possibility of a 10 to 20% decline. And at the time, those... Um, those prognosticators were looking for this to, uh, for that to occur, uh, sometime, uh, late in 2021. Of course, that did not unfold. I would say that if it is going to unfold, and I'm somewhat skeptical that it will, but certainly have to leave open the possibility that it could, given this vulnerable stage, that would likely do so between now and early March. And I say early March because that is the uh, consensus estimate as to when the Fed will make its first uh, uh, move to raise uh, interest rates. So I think that once that's out of the way, that is the Fed's uh, first um, uh, move to raise rates, that that will probably provide some relief and remove an anxiety and uncertainty that's been overhanging the market for many months. So the Fed's been good about telegraphing its intentions going forward, but it hasn't really been specific as to what, how much it would raise rates in its first uh, uh, round and and uh, just what it would uh, do in terms of tapering. Would it continue to taper or would it just eliminate stimulus suddenly uh, altogether? 
So those things uh, certainly overhang the market. And the earnings, uh, I think, are going to play a certain uh, role here. Maybe not the front and center pivotal role, but I think it is going to be important to watch and see how investors react to the uh, earnings in a number of growth areas, especially uh, technology think that it's likely that a number of the technology subsectors are going to come in with better than expected earnings and probably reasonably good outlooks. But the question will be whether or not investors uh, will react positively to that. When I look at the um, imbalance between growth and value, a lot of the value stocks uh, in a number of uh, categories seem to be significantly extended near term technically. As a caveat, that extension could continue. Stocks can stay overbought for an extended period of time, just like they can stay oversold. But then when I look at the growth areas of the market, they are substantially oversold. And yes, uh, again, the caveat applies that stocks can stay oversold for an extended period without a catalyst. But I would say that this imbalance really brings about opportunity in a number of the growth areas. The prudent thing to do, of course, is to await the uh, earnings uh, and maybe even to await the Fed's uh, action here to raise rates. But the risk-to-reward ratio, I think, for growth is really becoming more and more attractive. And if the NASDAQ does move down toward that uh, October low area, then I think that that would really signal a good opportunity. opportunity for the longer term. This is Gene Peroni at Peroni Portfolio Advisors. All expressions and views presented on this podcast are the opinion of the commentator and may be subject to change. AAM makes no recommendation as to the suitability of any investment and may make a market or have financial interest in any security or sector discussed. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investors should consult a financial professional before making any investment decisions.